CJSW 90.9 FM and CMRU Radio in Calgary. I would like to take this opportunity to acknowledge the traditional territories of the people of the Treaty 7 region in southern Alberta, which includes the Blackfoot Confederacy, Kainai, Siksika, and Begani First Nations, the Sutina Nation, and the Stony Nakoda, including the Chiniki, Bearspaw, and Wesley First Nation. The city of Calgary is also home to Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3. I'm your host, Grace Heavy Runner, Puxiganaki, Little Blood Woman, from Treaty Nation Music. My name is Danielle Ghostkeeper. I go by the stage name BB Buckskin. Um, I am from the Paddle Prairie Metis Settlement, currently residing in Calgary. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that uh, Metis Settlement like? Um, so I, I live on uh, the furthest, furthest north uh, settlement in Alberta. Um, a lot of bush. <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of trapping and hunting, rodeo. Um, I yeah, I grew up as a total uh, country girl, pretty isolated, you know, mm-hmm. from any sort of uh, big cities. Give us some background of when you first started singing. Maybe mm-hmm. I guess when you were you were living there. Yeah, so I was in Paddle Prairie. I was actually three Paddle years. Prairie. Yeah, I was actually three years old mm-hmm. when um, I first got bit by the bug. Um, hmm. I was in a talent show. My mom had kind of forced me into it, you know, because my, my mom's a musician. She plays guitar and, and same with my gra- grandfather. So it kind of runs in the family that way. But uh, yeah, she sort of threw me into the fire when I was three years old and put me up on stage. And um, she she backed me up with her guitar and I sang uh, Timber and Falling in Love by Patti Loveless. Ooh. And... <laughs> I got every single uh, lyric wrong, but I got the melody right. And I just remember the feeling of being on stage and and sharing that with with the audience, sharing my my voice with the audience was like an aha moment for me at the age of three, three, three. And I was like, I decided then and there, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Oh, that's so that's awesome. how it started. And so you remember like crisp, clear oh, that. Three. Oh, yeah. Really? I that's do. So cool. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember like the little dress I was wearing. I remember like the venue. I remember how how the audience looked and I remember how exactly how I felt. Wow. It was just so vivid and just it was just one of those moments you don't forget, exactly. you know. Um when yeah. you knew when your call what your calling was, hey? Exactly, exactly. Well, at so 3. I was just a baby. And then from there, um so and from there where did you where did you go? What did you what did you do to pursue this career? Mm-hmm. Um, well, from there, I just kept performing in talent shows. Um, my mom would drive me from town to town, uh, mostly during like su- summer break, right, growing up. And I would compete in these talent shows. And I would sing a lot of classic country songs, a lot of uh, Patsy Cline. Mm. Um, and my mom would back me up on guitar. Mm. And we did that for years. And then I started playing guitar when I was um, in my early teens. Mm. I started playing. And then from there, I I started writing. And then it just snowballed from there. 
Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And then you got into doing bands. Yeah. And right now you're in one band and then doing a solo project. Yeah. Well, so um, I, I do have like a like a full band backing me up, backing up my my project, my BB oh, Buckskin okay. stuff. Um, and I'm also in a Led Zeppelin cover band called the Levy Breakers. Um, cool. And that's obviously that's a full, full band thing. I play a lot solo, too. I play a lot of folkier stuff mm-hmm. with um, just my solo uh, performances. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I love Led Zeppelin, so mm-hmm. I want to ask more about what you think about Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we're just talking about um, what, what what my favorite album is and yeah. his physical graffiti, and I just... I think I think all of it is just amazing. It They're is. just one of those bands that just... They can't do any wrong, you know? Exactly. And... Um, yeah, I sort of grew up on like on on Zeppelin and, and classic rock, and I've I've always I've, al- I've always resonated with the music from that time, you know, oh, okay. from the '60s and '70s, and I, I still tell. do. Yeah, yeah, with the taste, like the sound that you have, it mm-hmm. definitely feels like it's taking you back. Definitely, yeah, I feel like um, my like my entire band is on board with with what we're going for, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of our sound. They all love the same music, and. Um, yeah, I think I think rock and roll is like making a comeback, you know, mm. you know, like the good stuff. Yeah, hey? <laughs> like the good old, you know, classic raw rock and roll is, is making a comeback, I think. Oh, OK, mm-hmm. I, I guess so. I don't really know too much. How, how would you say it's making a comeback then? Well, they have. Well, there's like there's bands like um, like the Marcus King Band, mm-hmm. uh, Gary Clark Jr., mm-hmm. I guess you could even say, you know, Greta Van Fleet, <laughs> right? You know, a lot of people compare them to, to Zeppelin and there's, I don't know, I kind of have some weird feelings about that, but um, <laughs> I, I I feel like there's, in the current uh, climate of, of, of music, um, I feel like we are getting back to those roots. Oh, yeah, you know, right? I think there are a few bands popping up that are, are getting back to the uh, rock and roll and blues roots. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we, we want to take advantage of that revival, I guess, you know? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who were some of your influences and inspirations? Well, first and foremost, I got to say my mom and my grandma, my grandpa. Mm-hmm. My mom, um, she, she, she was always playing music uh, when I was a kid. She was part of a, a duo project called Creative Harmony. Mm-hmm. And um, they played a lot of country gospel, so that was their their kind of thing and they toured around and won awards and things um they're they're pretty successful doing that so um just watching that from a young age inspired me to do the same thing you mm-hmm. know and she was the one that taught me how to how to sing really and, and play guitar and she taught me you know most of what I know and also my grandfather he's um kind of like a indigenous Elvis Presley Cool. kind of thing yeah yeah he's really really cool does he have music on the line on the interwebs no oh, no <laughs> you just you have to hear him up live then yeah exactly yeah 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 he's more of a just a kind of like a campfire jammer at this point That's but so cool. um yeah so so my my grandfather and my mom were um my number one influences mm-hmm. growing up and then and then, like I said, I got into um, the classic rock and classic country, mostly for my dad, actually. I just remember, like, cruising around on dirt roads and, like, blasting CCR and, yes. and the Eagles and Black Sabbath. <laughs> and 
<laughs> yeah. So like, you know, the, the good old rock and roll, the good, the good old classics is, mm-hmm. is what I've been sticking to. And, and, and so far, I think it's it's paid off in terms of my in terms of my sound. I feel like I've developed and cultivated a, a unique sound that infuses old and new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and if, and Janis Joplin. I love Janis Joplin. She's a huge inspiration of mine too. <laughs> yeah, you you yeah. have definitely the kind of vocals like that that growl and rasp that oh, she, that she has too. So thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Um. So tell me about your experience with APT and Live this past year. How was that? Oh, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually did uh, APT and um, Indigenous Day Live in Edmonton a few years ago. And that was that was an awesome experience, too. So um, this year was my second time doing it. And um, it was yeah, it was it was just as as good. Um, I got to meet the guys from Blue Rodeo and they're like they're one of my favorite bands. I love them, love them, love them to pieces. Um, one one of their songs uh, was actually a staple of mine growing up um, in like playing the talent shows. I would always sing Head Over Heels by Blue Rodeo. So that was kind of a a trip um, meeting Jim Cuddy, you know, Mm -hmm. because I used to sing his songs when I was a kid. (laughs) And did you tell him that? Um, I did. Yeah, I did. Oh, <laughs> yeah. he's excited. Yeah, he gave me a big smile and he's like, oh, that's awesome. And yeah, but then he had to like, you know, run off right away because they're they, they busy, of course. Right. It was just like right after. <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was awesome. They treated us well. Um, got to meet a ton of amazing uh, musicians like 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 I said, Blue Rodeo, Crystal Shawanda. I got mm-hmm. to meet her backstage too, and her little girl. And uh, yeah, she's awesome. And um, I got to share the stage with my cousin again, Shane Ghostkeeper. Oh. Ghostkeeper played um, that that stage as well. So oh, okay, cool. That was yeah. really cool. That yeah. was a really interesting festival, right on the uh, the Fort Calgary too. That was awesome. Like... Yeah, <laughs> the weather was nice, and it was like. You know, we had I had like the wind blowing in my hair. I just, I just felt epic. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's an epic experience. Mm-hmm. Um, does Blue Rodeo have native guys in them, or mm. is it just because Blue Rodeo is just so cool to native, the native community? I think that's what it is. I think that's why they played. Hey, I think that's what I think that's what it is because there's like there's a few musicians like that. Hey, like yeah. um, Steve Earl, like Steve Earl too, and uh, what's his name. Charlie Major. Okay. <laughs> Charlie Major's a big one too. I have to listen to um, Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's one of those things. It must have been, hey? Yeah, totally. It's <laughs> so fun. Yeah. I love bands like that. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, tell me about your upcoming music festival that you're going to be performing at. Yeah. So it's called North Bloom Jamboree. It's, um, it's a benefit music festival for my community, Paddle Prairie. And a lot of people now know that um, it was devastated by the wildfires in northern Mm -hmm. Alberta. Um, So we're just trying to raise funds for them and the families that lost their homes. Mm -hmm. There's over a dozen homes uh, that burned down and a lot of our um, hunting and and trapping lands. Um, So, yeah, it's been quite devastating to the community. And um, we're currently trying to rebuild and I, I want to go back eventually and and help out in any way I, I can physically but at the time at the time being you know I'm just kind of doing what I know and that's music mm-hmm. so um you know what better way to to raise funds than, than put on a music festival and and have the proceeds go go to them 
And um, yeah, yeah. So that's the whole idea behind it. And uh, we're having it on Sutuna uh, Power Rodeo Grounds. Oh, cool. Um, September 6 to 8. Oh, awesome. And so you're the one going to be running it, hey? I'm the head honcho, yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that must be I'm the so captain. much work. Oh, my God, Doing all, Getting all the bands together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's um, kind of like a not-for-profit thing, though, hey? Yeah. 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 Everything, you know, every penny that's that, that's profited, profited goes right to the community. Oh, good. It goes, goes right to the disaster relief in Palo Prairie. Okay. Yeah. So did you get some, um, like, government kind of... No. Any assistance? Not really. No. No. Hey. <laughs> Not really. I mean, I do. There, there are a couple, of, a couple of sponsors. Um, but it's it was such a quickly, you know, thrown together thing. I don't want to say thrown together because it's like that sounds sloppy, but um, it was just kind of we didn't have a whole lot of time. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a whole lot of time to really. Um, you know, have that have that space to like apply for grants and 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 things like that. So um, yeah, I, we're we're doing this at like as as minimally as possible, but to the fullest effect, right? Like we're we're bringing in tons of amazing bands, yes. like great local acts. Which bands? Um, so the High Kicks are playing. Ooh. Ellen McElwain's playing. Um, we have, uh, my band, uh, the Levy Breakers, Mike McKenzie band. Um, there, yeah, sorry, I'm drawing a, a, blank, a blank right now, but there's, That's there's tons, cool, Nisto's playing, um, Windigo's playing. Ooh. Um, yeah, yeah. So there's a, there's a ton of great bands playing. And you're playing, and, of course. And I'm playing. Yeah. That's going to yeah, be fun. Yeah. <laughs> What's the date again? September 6th to 8th. September 6th to 8th, guys. You got to go check that out. Honestly, I'm going to check that out too. It sounds so Yay. fun. So we're going to play a song. Which song would you like us to play on our, on our radio show for you today? Um, Could it be by anybody? Oh, it's for. <laughs> I mean, your songs. <laughs> I mean, if you want, we can play another one. I mean, please. All right, let's play uh, some Zeppelin then. In that yes. case. <laughs> I'd love to play a Zeppelin. <laughs> um, Do you have a favorite Led Zeppelin song? Oh, ooh. Oh. It's hard to say, right? It's hard to say. So I nice. really like 10 Years Gone. I oh like gosh. In My Time of Dying. Time yeah, I love, oh, that. I love how they deconstructed that song. So, so good, so hey? Good. <laughs> oh, oh, so good. Yeah, they. Yeah, a lot. I mean, a lot. A lot of their songs are kind of stolen, but <laughs> it's true. but they but they kill it. It's so. not that it's stolen though; it's deconstructed exactly. and actually like created in the old folk blues tradition. Like yeah. old folk and blues, they 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 just yeah. played a bunch of songs like the same yeah. songs over and over again. Nobody really was like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. You guys just play it the way you play it. Yeah. So they were just old. Yeah. Old old folks yeah and I, I like what they did with those tunes i think my band and i want to like want to try something out like that just take like an old folk song and just do you it. know zhuzh it up a little bit that is such a good idea that's yeah. too good of an idea you should do like awesome. memphis many song or something <laughs> me and my chauffeur mm-hmm. <laughs> okay anyways but uh, honestly though what song mm-hmm. would you like a display of yours um let's see here who 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 Muskeg Blues is the name of the song, and uh, we recorded it at the National Music Center mm-hmm. as part of the um, Indigenous Music Residency during Indigenous Music Week. Oh, so cool. 
Yeah. I love those residencies. Oh, so awesome. I love I love the National Music Center. They're they're so great to us and um Did you yeah. have to collaborate with anybody? Um we didn't do any collaborations with the other other artists, but uh we got to work together. We got to do the sessions together and that was that was pretty awesome. Uh, my cousin Shane was actually um a part- participant in the project as well. Ooh. So that was a lot of fun. Um and yeah, we all got to record a song at the National Music Center um, at the end of our residencies. So this one was just, it it, it was special. Like this one take was just, so yeah, this song is going to be on the upcoming EP called Iski, which means dirt or earth and Cree. Um, So that'll be out in October. Mm -hmm. And we also have an upcoming single um, coming out in September. Okay. called Stock and Wood. And that one is an ode to Woodstock uh, featuring Ellen McElwain. Wow. But um, yeah, anyway, this this song, Muskeg Blues, it was a collaborative um, effort. My, my band and I um, collectively wrote it and it turned out awesome and I'm super proud of it. Well, I'm mm-hmm. so excited to hear it. We'll be listening to Muskeg Blues, guys, uh, in a few secs. But first, just any last inspiring words do you have to our youth and our audience? Um, just keep giving her. Don't, don't slow down. Don't give up. It's, I mean, it's hard enough being a youth in, in today's climate, you know, social climate, whatever, political climate, everything. It is, it is rough, um, especially for, you know, indigenous youth, right? Because, I mean, I, like I, I, I've been there and I've, I've struggled with my identity and I've, I've struggled with, um, you know, like when I when I moved into when I moved to the city, I struggled with that that culture shock, and um, so so I I, I know what it's like I, I, on on both sides of the coin. You know, being urban and and you know also from from the bush, um, and it can be tr- tricky. You know, adjusting, um, but you just keep pushing through. You just keep pushing through those barriers um, and and just blaze your own trail. You know, so good to say. So mm-hmm. well, thank you so much, BB Buckskin. Yeah, thank or you, Danielle. I like. Be- I like BB Buckskin or Danielle. Yeah, Danielle. yeah. It's such a cool. <laughs> stage name. Thanks. Nice. It's a mix between my nickname and my mom's mic- nickname. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So your nickname would be BB, and then hers is Buckskin. Or? No, other way around. Other way around. Other way around. Yeah, my mom. Um, her nickname was BB Dawn. So they call her BB because she was the baby of her family. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's from a big family, so she was the baby. So everyone, everyone called her BB. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> my nickname growing up, like in in junior high, high school, is Buck. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like like the rankest way I got it too. <laughs> Just, yeah, I guess you're living in the bush, in this yeah, isolated town. Buck, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, it's just a, it's a funny story of how I got that. It's not you know the most. Uh, <laughs> touching story or anything but i combined bb and then buck skin why not buckskin right yeah yeah bb buckskin uh-huh. I, it's such a cool name it, it just pops off of the posters mm-hmm. <laughs> good to know oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. well thank you so much for the interview today all the best of like i hope i hope you have a really good turnout at your festival it's called Thanks. bloom north bloom fest north, north bloom. bloom jamboree north bloom jamboree check it out guys you gotta check it out Let's listen to this song.
sings that golden song.
My name is Willie Thrasher. I'm originally from Inuvik Northwest Territories. I'm glad to be here at the Calgary Folk Festival. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. You just played an excellent set with your uh, partner there, Linda Saddleback. That was amazing. So uh, what was it that pushed you to pursue the path of musicianship? Well, uh, when I was going to school in Inuvik Northwest Territories, I was I was going to school in Grolier Hall, and, and I, I, I always wanted uh, something to go with my life. Like, I used to play with uh, a lot of my friends, like Gilbert Trasher, Albert Rufus, you know, and other 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 relatives that used to play every day. And then I started hearing music, I started hearing fiddles, I started hearing guitars, I started hearing musicians come from down south to come up to Nuvik. And that's what got me going. And I love Ringo from the from the Beatles, Rolling uh, and the Rolling Stones, and other drummers. Uh, oh, really? And I became a drummer before I became a guitar player. Oh, okay. So it was always uh, the rhythm. So yes. do you do like any like traditional drumming? Uh, no, I haven't done traditional drumming. Like I love listening to it, but I will add inevitably drum drums and. Into my original recordings, yes. Yeah, well, I mean, you're just creating your own with the. Yes, yes. Uh, original, your cultural pulse. Yes, yes, yes. That's cool. Uh, so, is there a, a theme within the lyricism of your music? I'm not really. It's just. It's just that I just write what I feel. Like uh, a tall string, I could make it sound like a, in my own rhythm. And I make it sound, uh, you know, closer to where I live, of how we of how the musical folks, of how we look, how we dance, and, and the stories, I will write it in, in a traditional way where they'll combine and mix together, and you know, it's a song by Willis Rancher, but I, I'm focusing on of how we relive and dance, and I try to come close to it as possible. Okay. Oh, wow. So what are some techniques you use to do that? Drumming, singing, strumming, and uh, chanting, mostly chanting, and... Uh, and, and getting people involved. Oh, getting people involved. Yes. Yeah, good idea. Um, so could you could you just tell me a story, any any kind of story, from your cool uh, experiences as a musician? I remember one night uh, we were playing with the Cordells. Uh, Jerome Tucker, uh, Jerome Tucker would just put his guitar down. Louis Goose was just uh, you know you know just talking with my brother Lawrence Thrasher. And then Moses Kalanick was sitting beside me, and uh, and this was in Grolier Hall, I think. And then uh, this guy came up to us, and he asked us, uh, why don't you write Inuit music? Why don't you write a song about your culture? And it was on December, a uh, little after December, and uh, it was the New Year's dance in Grolier Hall. And this guy came and told us about the Inuit culture, of how we live, how we build our igloos, and and our traditional ways. And this guy knew so much about our cultures and so much about our ways. He knew it more than I do because I was raised up through residential school. And the missionaries up north were the ones that took my culture away, my language, my heritage, and they cut my hair off. They put me through residential school. And this old man that came to our table told me everything where I came from. And and, and I never forget that day that old man came and then uh, after the dance I just laying in my bed and I just thought what that old man said and I said okay I'm going to try to write songs about my culture, about my people. I listened to my mom, I listened to Atatak Bennett, I listened to other elders and 
it was really hard to start at first to write music, but now now I got it together and I and I got it together and my first song I written was sort of like Eskimo Name Johnny, Old Man Carver, Spirit Child was the name of the album. And from then on, I, I always been on the road. Treaty Nation music is produced by Grace Heavyrunner with Hannah Manyguns and Spencer Burgess with original theme music by Terrell Tailfeathers. This episode featured Baby Buckskin as well as Willie Thrasher 